welcome welcome in how's everybody doing this evening welcome to the witching hours hey everybody <laughs> so Hello. welcome in i see cmc airboss keisha Posters. Posters. welcome in linguist i didn't see linguist pop in hello so welcome to the new home of the witching hours podcast here on uh the witching hours podcast on twitch so um we've done a test stream on here before just kind of messing around uh to make sure everything worked and that pieces weren't broken and falling apart so hopefully <laughs> hopefully that uh continues continues tonight but we just wanted to uh make sure that we had uh Erica. hey yo erica welcome in welcome in and thank you for the follow little comment we appreciate it yay <laughs> um so yeah we'll see how that we'll see how that goes tonight um so we have we have the announcement of course of this new page where we can kind of uh separate it itself a little bit uh because medium jenny lee has a lot going on on hers and I had a little bit, uh, there was some stuff I kind of wanted to do and work with. And so having, a, if you've ever had to deal with any of the streaming stuff, you know that uh, it's easier sometimes to split it up than it is to have a million things going on in one area. So that's what we did anyway. So that's why we have a new channel and why we're doing that. Um, of course, you can always, uh, if you uh, have to split tonight or something like that, you can always check out uh, past podcasts pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts at. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, anywhere like that, you can find the podcast. So feel free to go back and listen to past episodes if you haven't gotten them or, or whatever. Um, and then the last thing to plug for this evening, uh, I think uh, Nightbot already got for us, which is the uh, merch store. Um, which for... uh, Frustrain is modeling the, the oh, yeah, hat. Yeah. I have the, yeah. um, the Witching Hours. Hat. Yeah, I can maybe get a closer. I have a green screen, so we'll see if it if it blocks it all out. It's just green. So we have the uh, yeah, witching hours. The witching uh, hours. How exciting! So there we go. And if I'm not mistaken, if you go to about at the bottom of the screen, there you can. Um, Check out all our merch right there without leaving the page. Uh, all kinds of cool stuff. And um, in case anyone uh, was doing uh, their holiday shopping, I did receive a message the other day from the store that we use that December 7th is the cutoff for U.S. shipping. So if there's something you want and you need it by Christmas time, if you were to order something and you want it for Christmas, make sure... And before the seventh, before the seventh, I think was the date they gave me because I don't want someone to order something and then and not get it on time. So that's what we have going. We ready to go for the news? Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the news. Uh, Ghosts in the machine. Alexa is haunted, and a listener, uh, 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 a man, catches a terrifying two a.m. conversation with a ghost on his alexa now if you go to our discord the the witching hours discord and 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 that's kind of gone through some changes too the discord is now like 
uh, my Discord is split in between the Giant of the Frost, the top half and bottom half is the Witching Hours. If you go in there and you go to the Witching Hour News, there's um, a video I posted of this uh, alleged confrontation. But a creepy video is uh, circulating on social media claiming to show a ghost communicating through an Alexa speaker. The voice assistant is heard asking about an unidentified uh, person in the early hours to the surprise of a sleepy man. Uh, you can see him sleeping like on a couch there. And um, Alexa says, she was my wife out of the blue. Um, and so the man starts corresponding with her, asking, who was your wife? Um, and then Alexa says, you took her from me. Um, oh. <laughs> the man says, I didn't take anyone. Uh, you've got the wrong person. And then Alexa says, I found her here. Um, and the voice assistant begins like repeating, uh, like, a, 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 like a kind of like chattering, disturbing laugh at the end. Ooh, and the man yeah. un unplugs the Alexa. As I was and like researching. And then it kept laughing? Oh, no. And then, yeah, and then it kept <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. And, and so. Oddly enough, this was posted on uh, TikTok, and I've seen quite a few uh, videos circulating of supposedly like uh, uh, paranormal communication through Alexa. So maybe with EVPs and stuff like that that we've talked about previously yeah. on the show, maybe there'll be more evidence that uh, that comes out of this um, electronic communication. I don't know. So ours anyway. just can't understand anything that I put on the grocery list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And doesn't turn the lights off. and Yeah. You know, and really, she listens to nothing I ever say. Talks back to you. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. I keep waiting for the video to come out of me, like, yelling at her. Because <laughs> she never understands anything. And I'm like, just shut up. Yeah, That's medium, exactly how I am. <laughs> medium Janili gets angry because I, I talk to Alexa fine and everything's good. Yeah. And then when she does something, she starts talking back. So, yeah, uh. <laughs> she, don't, she never understands anything I say. Anyway, <clears throat> that's, so, that sounds crazy. I definitely want to watch the video. Yeah. And so you can catch that in Discord. And there's a link uh, once again in the same about section below. If you're not in Discord, uh, you can click. Which on I that just and... shared the link to, to get onto Discord if you're not on there. Yeah. So you can get in there and, and check out that video and tell us what you think. Is it a, is, do you, you know, is it a, do you think it's a hoax? Do you think it's the real deal? Uh, let us know. There you uh, go. Keisha said we need a Southern Alexa, but it wouldn't be called Alexa. <laughs> its name would be like Tammy Lynn. And uh, it would understand everything I say. <laughs> uh, What's this, the next story? The second story tonight is the boy whose case inspired the exorcist is named by a U.S. magazine. So uh, huh. the boy previously known as Roland Doe underwent an exorcism in Cottage City, Maryland and St. Louis, Missouri in 1949. The boy whose case inspired the portrayal of a demon-possessed child in the 1973 horror movie classic The Exorcist has been named. The U.S. magazine The Skeptical Inquirer named the then 14-year-old boy previously known as Ronald Doe, who underwent exorcism, uh, as we just talked about. So uh, Ronald Edwin Hunkler died last year, a month before his 86th birthday, after suffering a stroke at his home in Merrittsville, Maryland. Uh, in adult life, Hunkler was a NASA engineer who oh, work, wow. whose work contributed to the Apollo space missions of the 1960s. 
and who patented a technology that helped space shuttle panels withstand extreme heat. One of his companions, a 29-year-old woman who asked not to be named, told the New York Post that Hunkler was always on edge about his NASA colleagues discovering that he was the inspiration for the exorcist. Wow. On Halloween, we always left the house because he figured someone would come to his residence and know where he lived and never let him have peace, she said. He had a terrible life from worry, worry, worry. Uh, Hunkler eventually retired from NASA in 2001 after working at the agency for nearly 40 years. Wow. William Peter uh, Lottie, who wrote the 1971 novel and the film based on uh, for the same name, first heard about Hunkler's apparent uh, demonic possession when he was a senior at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So, uh, was, yeah. so the anyway. story for The Exorcist took place a lot earlier than I would have expected, 1949. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because crazy. he was an adult working for the Apollo missions as a NASA engineer. Wow. Um, which, you know, I don't know how much more credence that could possibly lend to that story, to go through that, to believe that that happened and still be uh, a successful scientist, you know, so uh -huh. blending of those two kind of things that seem to be at odds sometimes. Um, but then he had to feel like he was worried about it his whole life. That's crappy. Yeah, and, and uh, so there's some parts in here um, that he had talked about. Um, he had been admitted to uh, Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis in 1949, uh, and he was breaking into violent tantrums of screaming, cursing, and voice in, uh, voices of Latin phrases, and hmm. Jesuit priests uh, allegedly cast a demon out of his body. He has been freed by a Catholic priest of possession by the devil. Catholic sources reported um, in the Washington Post in August 20th, 1949. Wow. Um, and uh, basically, uh, there's a part here that talks about it in, in, in the New York Post of, the, of the, the woman who was speaking said, they have no idea how the father uh, knew to come to him to do the exorcism like he just showed up. Uh, Ron's in heaven, and he's with God now, she told the New York Post. Well, there we yeah. go. An update on uh, the exorcist case. Pretty interesting. <clears throat> uh, we have some news out of, uh, well, some news out of good old Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. What are they doing down in Arkansas? A Minnesota couple on their 10th anniversary, uh, 10th anniversary, anniversary if i can speak <laughs> anniversary anniversary recently uncovered a 1.9 carat diamond in a state park in arkansas oh, a couple yeah, from yeah. chatfield uh, minnesota was on a road trip spanning 11 states when they decided to stop at the crater of diamond state park the only public diamond mine in the united states they arrived on a friday morning and after about an hour of sifting through the dirt seth erickson found a metallic looking rock Park staff registered at a 1.9 carat brown diamond. According to the park, many visitors who find diamonds choose to name their gems. The Ericsons named theirs H-I-M-O, the initials of each of their children. As of, as of November, 581 <laughs> diamonds were registered at the park just in 2022. So, in 2022, so they didn't get to keep it. No, they get to keep it. 
Oh, they do. Yeah, and it's and uh, mm -hmm. so far, five hundred eighty-one diamonds have been found this year. Wow. Wow. He's just planning a road trip for us to go yeah. for crystals. Well, if we go, uh, Little Wing can be our uh, yeah. our tour guide. Little Wing's from Arkansas. Been yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if bumblebees can play, does it mean they have feelings? This study suggests yes. So when put to the test, bees have proved over and over again that they've got a lot more to offer than pollinating, making honey, and being fiercely loyal to a queen. The industrious insects can count and alter their behavior when things seem difficult. And now some scientists say there's proof they also like to play. Hmm. A study recently published in Animal Behavior suggests that bumblebees, when given the chance, like to fool around with toys. Researchers wow. from Queen Mary University of London conducted an experiment in which they set up a container that allowed bees to travel from their nest to a feeding area. But along the way, the bees could opt to pass through a separate section with a smattering of small wooden balls. Over 18 days, the scientists watched as the bees went out of their way to roll wooden balls repeatedly, despite no apparent incentive to do so. The findings okay. suggest that like humans, insects also interact with inanimate objects as a form of play. Also similar wow. to people, younger bees seem to be more playful than the adult bees. That's so cute. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Like, Bumbly bees. Especially like with insects and bees, especially there's a whole thing of like the hive mind and like, the, you know, the mm -hmm. work and like everything, like being like really just super efficient. And so, yeah, if they're willing to take time off to play, what does that mean about mm -hmm. consciousness? Mm -hmm. those kinds mm -hmm. of ideas it makes me feel even worse about the <laughs> yellow jacket uh, nest we had to kill this year yeah yeah but, so anyways uh, they were that... in the bathroom window frame in the bathroom so. yeah we, we yeah, were fighting off yellow jackets they're a whole different game plan. <laughs> okay okay never mind <laughs> we don't have proof that yellow jackets were playing with wooden balls so right yeah <laughs> they are known to be very angry though yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bumblebees are super cute. They are. <laughs> so that is uh, the news for December 1st. This Linguist, maybe they do have awareness. She's saying, I'm curious mm -hmm. how they think about the thing when there's without awareness. Maybe they do. Yeah, I mean, maybe they do. I mean, that's, that's the question. We had one on here about spiders, too. We had, uh, we had a story about finding out that spiders have dreams. And what does spiders dream about? Mm -hmm. That was on a past episode. So, how do they know that? How do you study a little spider's brain? I'll I'll find the story. I save all the news on uh, Google Docs, so I will bring up the old story and post it in uh, and post it in Discord, so we can look at that one again. That was a while back. Yeah. Um. All right, everybody. So today uh, we're going to welcome in our guests. Many of you may know Allison is a massage therapist by day and tarot reader by night. She is a Reiki 2 practitioner, certified crystal healer, and a creator of the Just a Phase Moon Planner. Although trained as a priestess in the uh, Avalonian tradition, she felt that her wild and chaotic energy was more fit for Wonderland because we're all mad here anyways. Aren't we? Everyone, give a warm welcome 
to Allison, the priestess of Wonderland. Woo! Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here and to be part of Team Weird. <laughs> got my shirt on. You got your shirt everybody, on. Go get a shirt. Go get a witching hour shirt. And a Team Weird shirt. And I, and of course, had to break up my Alice in Wonderland mug. Oh, yeah. Because we have Alice in Wonderland on this witching hours. Yeah, that was that was bought straight from the mouse man himself, right? Yeah, Disney World. Mm-hmm. I, I have my, it's going to look creepy because it's uh, green screened again, but I have my, um, my elf, son of a nutcracker, uh, off yeah. the thermos here. So we're, all, <laughs> we're, get, we're getting Christmas out. Yes. Nice. I have my pile of Christmas stuff to switch out my backdrop for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. So check out the medium stream tomorrow night for the Christmas revelations. So yeah, it's awesome to have you on, Allison. Um, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know where where we want to begin. You know, I have quite because you know we do this podcast and we stream it. Obviously, as everybody knows now on, on Twitch. So how did you kind of get started with tarot, and especially like um, one question at a all time those here. Things. Like, so, like kind of like <laughs> when did you kind of get into this to, to the metaphysical and stuff like that? When did you kind there of you realize go. you were doing stuff like that? Um, I, th I think I've, I've just always been interested in um, tarot cards and actually medium Jenny Lee and I had talked about um, how she used to organize <laughs> a deck um, that her mom had. And I, I always just loved playing with, with cards and um i don't i'm not exactly sure when i got my first tarot deck but um it took reading for other people for me to really start understanding the tarot because um like when i would read for myself i would like have all my books and just be like cowering over what the meaning is supposed to be instead of actually like feeling into what the message was and that was really reading for other people that made me understand like my intuitive language and like how I hear messages and how I sense messages and what the meanings of the cards are for me because I wasn't so like dependent on what does the book say what is it supposed to be it was it taught me how to it taught me a lot about my intuition. Um, as far as like when I first started, I really, I've just always been interested in, in tarot and astrology. And um, I've always gone down like a natural healing path. So um, that uh, natural healing always leads to some sort of energy or spirituality. Um, yeah, I think but I've just always talking been about your your intuition. Um, what do you feel like is your the type of clairs that you use? Like, do you know things? Do you feel it? I, I definitely feel um, that I'm claircognizant, uh, which is knowing, um, and clairsentient, which is feeling. And I honestly find myself really frustrated with those clairs because it feels like clairvoyance, which I have experienced clairvoyance, but it's not like 
my main gift. I feel like you have validation and confirmation. Well, I saw this. Um, whereas claircognizance is like, I just know, <laughs> and there's mm -hmm. not really a way to explain it. Um, and, people and that people, have clairvoyance still question it though, because they just think it's their own imagination. Right. That's true. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, I have experienced clairaudience, but again, it's just not my strong one. And, um, hearing something, uh, feels more validating as well. And, uh, either that or we should be any bin. I don't know. Say that again. Sorry. But either that, or we should be in the loony bin. Who knows? Well, that, that that's what clear cognizance feels yeah. like. like. I don't know why, but yeah. this is I just heard someone thing talking to me. Yeah. Was it Alexa? Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, and and clear sentience is also I struggle with too because it's it's hard to feel everything and mm -hmm. it is yeah and to not really understand like is this mine is it not mine is it yours can i don't want it like why <laughs> why mm -hmm. am i feeling this um but yeah clear cognizance and clear sentience for sure that's what i thought but you know it might be because i'm psychic or something <laughs> <laughs> it's like those are her too i know it <laughs> So I think Frost Giant was getting, um, I think he had like five questions at the yeah. same time that he's well, going to ask. To unpack. Yeah. yeah. So he, so then, okay. So you got, you're into the, the tarot stuff and the natural healing, which we're going to, I want to talk about that a lot more, but then how did you find yourself on Twitch? Um, well, that was, uh, one of the things that I find inspiring is just, how you can find like every little unique thing in the world on Twitch and somebody's out there doing it. And I find that really inspiring. So like other, like other readers, I was like, I, I was looking for something that would help um, because massage business is slower since the pandemic. I needed something that would help people understand that virtual healing and distance healing works it is a thing and sometimes it's even stronger um because i think people are more comfortable at home in their own space um so that they relax and they notice subtle energy shifts more um and i i was just seeing other people out there doing it and i was like yes this is the thing that i'm looking for like how do i reach more people instead of and move from a one-on-one -on -one interaction to a, like how do i reach more people um, but really it was seeing other people and like, you can find anything on here and you can really see that people are doing it like their own way and like really putting themselves out there. And, and that's just so inspiring. So I, uh, tried to do that too. I would have to say that you've been successful. Yeah, I think, I think, I think um, I yeah. think your stream is one of the, when we were kind of just getting started, kind of maneuvering through the tarot section. I think you were one of the first streamers we found on there one, you know mm -hmm. one of the first and so yeah it's been i remember um, i remember because frost giant was like um there's this chick on there and she's like all in alice in wonderland and i was like because <laughs> he knows i like alice in wonderland so that's yeah. how that got started yeah and how crazy that we have the same birthday <laughs> yeah birthday twins it was just meant to be <laughs> We were meant to find each other through this Twitch world. So now I have another question. 
So from my experience and what I my path led me down was I did not realize that any of that kind of stuff could be done at a distance. Did you know before yeah. the pandemic that you could heal people from a distance? Um, yes, because um, uh, the second level of Reiki is the distance healing. Um, but getting people to actually do it is hard. Like when I had I had to shut my business down completely in 2020 and I like would send out marketing emails like, hey, you can still like we're all stressed out. You can still have Reiki healing at home and but people i mean people just don't believe in it so i think they needed a demonstration i think in the last couple of years like more people are learning about it and understanding it and and i think that's because of these platforms that we've put ourselves out on like hey look this works yeah because i had i mean i was like i don't know how i'm supposed to do a medium reading when i can't see that person i don't know what their name is like it's only from a screen name like how do i even do that and then i did it and it was like oh it does work yeah <laughs> i did Sometimes worry about connect the... with wally romper boy nine two three seven yeah. and, <laughs> and give them I'm a worried reading. about yeah. the, the screen names of mm -hmm. having like ha not because i feel like your name has power and knowing your name helps connect to the energy but I wasn't sure about like a screen name, like would that, is that work? And I used to actually ask people when I first started doing tarot to give me their name. Yeah. But it didn't matter. <laughs> no, because it's all just, it's their energy. You're connecting with their energy. It doesn't matter what, really, it doesn't matter what their name is or their screen name. And apparently it doesn't matter if we can see them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We don't I, have to know anything about them. It's just like us, our energy connecting with their energy. I think they connect to the name, so therefore it connects yeah. to, to their that energy. So, yeah, yeah. that's true because people put some typically some sort of time and effort into mm -hmm. using their handle something that means something to them. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. or like me, you have your handle taken, and so you um, <laughs> no. come up with the best the best yeah. name. Next, He's supposed but. to be Frost Giant, not Giant of the Frost. Uh, yeah, just switch it around; <laughs> it works. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I I get on here from time to time and do readings myself, and I'm I'm much more uh, new and and learning uh, than a lot of people, uh, maybe on on the, in the tarot section. Uh, but it still surprises me every time I do a reading now because I'm you know like a beginner and I'm still figuring you know a lot of the stuff out and I'm learning uh, as we go through. And like every time I do a reading and someone's like, "Yep." completely nailed it and i'm like man that's crazy that's awesome <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's, it's still interesting every time i do a reading it's like man i really like i don't even know where you i don't even know where in the world you are you know and, yeah uh, mm -hmm. and, and it works so uh yeah definitely uh definitely interesting <laughs> i can relate to having your name stolen as well there are a lot of or there's a couple other alice in wonderlands out there and i have been uh, a long time ago i was trying to start an herbal business and i really wanted alice in wonderland to be the name of it and there's a publishing company and there's a i think there's a couple musicians now that have that name and i i would i would sit on the the uh, domain name for at least a decade i was like okay i just gotta give up on this and that's how priestess of wonderland came about <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, very kind of similar to what yeah. I had. Yeah. Cause I, I first got on Twitch 
you know, during the pandemic, I think like a lot of other people, mm-hmm. just like I'm like one of those people where I constantly complain about being too busy. And then the second I have a moment of free time, I'm like, let's start a business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so as soon as let we me had give some, myself more things, let to me do. give myself a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I started like wanting to stream games. I was really just curious and like how all this stuff worked and how you could actually broadcast and like how people made mm-hmm. their streams look so good and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, so I was, you know, doing that, obviously, uh, during that time, it was like completely saturated. So I had friends who would come in and watch. And then that's when Medium Jenny Lee was like, huh, I wonder, like a year after I had kind of been messing around with that, she's like, I wonder if I could do, mm-hmm. you know, some of my, you know, some of my stuff on there. And I was like, yeah, let's get you, you know, and then yeah. the rest is, they Here say, is history. So, yeah. Um. so I have a couple of questions, I think that were taken from discord do we want to get into some of those now or do we want to save those towards the end medium what do you what do you guys think? i think wherever they fit in with our conversation is perfectly fine so we have a couple here and in some ways you might have answered already but i'm just going to ask the questions as they were asked and, and and you can answer them kind of how you want to so we have a couple questions from sister blue and the first one is how did you know you were You're a witch, witch. <laughs> Oh, how did I know? Um, I knew these questions beforehand, but now it's like you put put on, You're the, on spot. the spot. You know? <laughs> uh, I guess it was just like the attraction to it. I mean, I've always loved like even just the stereotype witch of in movies and in TV. And um, my father has done a lot of or when he was alive, he he's done a lot of family genealogy. And uh, we, my family's from New England and was a really, played a really big part of the Salem witch trials. And- uh, Ooh, that's interesting. There's always uh. been like a kind of a fear about like coming out of the broom closet, as they say, uh, because either because of that ancestral history or because of a past life. I'm still kind of like exploring that. I should get a past life reading with medium Jenny Lee um, because there is this kind of fear uh, blocking me from putting myself out there. And, and Twitch was just that place that was like a comfortable community that like you, you find your team weird and you find your other people like you. So I think, um, I've always been attracted to it, but I'm kind of scared at the same time, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting. Uh, as I always get spot up on here, I'm, I'm the history geek, the resident history geek. Um, <laughs> but uh, without giving, you know, um, my, my middle name is uh, Clark. Uh, and my grandfather, uh, even though I'm a, have a lot of family here from the south and I'm a very proud southern man. Uh my grandfather was from Cape Cod, Massachusetts and uh oh, wow. I have quite a bit of family lineage going back and I actually covered some of that when I was in college and uh one of the one of my colleagues that was writing his um uh working he was going to go through and writing his dissertation on the Salem witch trials and he I had told him that I was pretty sure that I had family that was in there. And he, he brought me a bunch of papers showing me that his family had actually accused someone in my family of being a witch. Uh, So, (laughs) so maybe, 
maybe we had some ancestors running around together at some point too so that's sounds like it yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> CMC Air Boss is from uh, Boston too, yeah, so New maybe. England. Oh yeah, from Boston. He's probably got some ancestors in the same bunch there. Uh, <laughs> I lived in Rhode Island for a few years, uh, CMC Air Boss, and um, I'm a huge baseball fan, and I never made it to Fenway. I went up to uh, New England last, not last summer, but the summer previous to that, and they were out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, like I said, I'm a huge baseball fan, so someday soon because i do have family living in maine uh i will make it up to boston and catch a ball game there and uh there you go frosty you guys have the same middle name related with that middle name yeah my uh clark oh with that middle name yeah yeah uh clark and um there's some bradstreet stuff going on with my family too so interesting 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 yeah that's crazy so the next question from Sista Blue uh, was, what is your favorite Wiccan holiday? Oh, yeah. Well, um, I like them all. I, I am <laughs> any excuse to celebrate. I am for it. <laughs> so one of the I like the moon phases because you get to celebrate twice a month and then um, every every quarter. Um, I think my favorite is. Um, other than Halloween uh, or Samhain, mm. uh, I mean, that's everybody's favorite, uh, would have to be Lamas, which is during Leo season in August. Uh, so I think that might be part of the draw to it for me. Um, but that's, I don't know, I just love that. Uh, that's always when my garden is like starting to fruit. And so it's, and it's the first harvest. So I don't know, I've just always loved that like end of summer harvest kind of energy Hmm. so i'm Um, not i'm not super familiar with all of like the wiccan holidays like as much as i've gotten gotten into and and kind of always been into stuff like that i've never um really delved that deep into like the wiccan different wiccan holidays and stuff like that but i imagine most of them all kind of line up with I mean, do they all kind of line up with other holidays like the spring festivals and Easter and stuff like that? Or are there, are there some that are just like, like their own kind of thing? They all, so four of them line up with the winter solstice, the spring equinox, the summer solstice and the Mm -hmm. fall equinox. And then there's in between those dates too. Um, So the spring equinox is usually around Easter. Um, in bulk before that is uh, Groundhog's Day or Candle Mosses in the Catholic tradition. Um, so most of them are associated with a holiday usually, like Yule is Christmas, mm-hmm. Samhain is Halloween. Um, but not all of them do. Like like Lamas, the one that I'm talking about, is August 1st. There's nothing. No. Nothing we don't that. have much for holidays in the summer in the United States. No. We have the 4th mm-hmm. of July. And other than that, it's kind of, I guess the weather's too good. We don't, we, have, we already have a reason to celebrate. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to All make summer it. Is, summer is the holiday. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm with you, uh, Allison. I'm, if you want to create a holiday every week, I'm fine with yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to yeah. go. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Tea Time Talks asks, what did you learn about yourself throughout your journey as a tarot reader? 
And, and real quick before you answer, if anyone has any questions in chat tonight, feel free to throw uh -huh. them in there and we will, we will make sure to ask your question. Wow, you guys are good at coming up with the summer holidays. Yeah. I don't even know when Flag Day is. Flag Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I missed it out. The so Memorial Day mm -hmm. and Labor Day. That's like the kind of opening and closing mm -hmm. of summer. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think I kind of answered the tarot question already a little yeah. bit because it, it really taught me like what my my spirit language is. Um, and, and it's still teaching me to trust because like you said, uh, Gina of the Frost, when you, uh, are surprised that when your readings are accurate, it's, it's that doubt that like causes it to be wrong. If, if you just allow it and trust it that I don't know what this means, but this is what I'm getting. Um, so it's still teaching me about trust because when I'm like, this is weird. I don't want to say this to this person. <laughs> That's when it's, they, they, they're not getting the message unless you say it. Um, so it's still teaching me about my intuition and um, trusting and allowing. Cause I, I like that evidence. Like I was saying with the Claire gifts, I want to, I want to see it and I want to, and I want to hear it and I want to, um, have that validation but trusting is the is the lesson for me <laughs> so the next question we have from tea time talks i think we need to kind of maybe preface it and and have some other questions first because the, the question is about astrology and we haven't really delved into that yet but i know that you do um star charts and stuff like that which i 100 percent um one of these days maybe with christmas coming around who knows um would love to get a, a star chart from me because i know my sun sign but i'm not positive about my my moon sign and stuff like that uh so i've been interested uh since i first started watching your streams to uh to, to get that done so let's talk about astrology a little bit like well you know that obviously that's a you, you do the 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 moon phase planner and stuff and so how big a you know um how did how did you really dig into that and how how did the planner and stuff like that become such a big thing for you? That's a big question. It's a big question. <laughs> um I mean astrology in general is a never-ending journey. I totally consider myself an amateur with astrology because there's something that I'm learning every day and it's so precise and mathematical that uh, and confusing and it, it's, it really is infinite. Um, but with the moon phases that all came like starting to follow the moon, the moon represents our emotions. So it's how we feel. And I was, and I like to have this validation and this confirmation. Um, and what I found by going back through my old journals, I, I was, starting making a habit of writing the moon phase and the moon sign whenever just as part of the date whenever i do a journal entry and going back and looking at that it's like hmm every time there's a new moon in scorpio i'm sad and depressed or feeling overwhelmed and scorpio energy is dark and overwhelming and watery and emotional and it was just like i had this catalog of I always feel like this on this day. And, and even just, 
I'm always found myself writing in my journal on a last quarter moon. And it was just like, the last quarter moon is when you're wrapping things up and wrapping up the moon cycle and starting to wind down and uh, get ready for the dark phase so that you're resting and not as active. And that is a prime journal time. It was like every time the moon was in a last quarter, I'm sitting down with my journal and getting quiet and going within, which is the whole point of the moon cycle is to allow yourself to be active during active times and rest during dark times. And um, because I like to have that validation and that that, hey, this is proof. Like every time the moon is in Scorpio, I feel like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a reason for it. Stupid Scorpio. Sorry, Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love, I love Scorpio. No offense to any Scorpios out there, <laughs> but it's difficult to do pay pay your bills and do your and do the mundane stupid chores when you want to be diving into the subconscious and exploring the occult and it's like i don't i don't want to like do my chores i want to play with my tarot cards and i want to meditate <laughs> um so that i think it was like wanting to be in that scorpio energy but then having stuff in my day planned that mm -hmm. didn't fit that um mm. so it was like almost like an out of alignment like don't plan things on Scorpio days. Yeah. So that's that's interesting comparing to like uh to like tarot readings where like very much often tarot readers will say like hey this is just kind of guidance like take what you can out of this reading and use it, you know. Use it, you know, however you kind of see fit. Is is there more and I, I imagine obviously with the planner here, but is there more to astrology in terms of like maybe actually trying to plan things around different phases of the moon? Oh, I think so. Um, and that, that was one of the main things or reasons that I plan. I wanted the planners because a lot of the moon, there's a lot of moon planners out there, but they're all still following the Gregorian calendar of starting things on the first of the month. Um, they list the moon phases and they have all that information. But what makes the just a phase moon planner different is that each month starts on the new moon. So you're not, you're not starting a project on January 1st. You're starting a project on January 21st when we have our first new moon of 2023. Uh, because when I would start things on the first of the month, like they wouldn't work out. Like by the end of the month, I'm not even interested or doing it but when i started started starting things on the new moon they actually worked out and by following that cycle it, it like it, it gets you in that flow it gets you in alignment and i can't really explain why other than i've tried it and it works <laughs> hmm that's really interesting and that's something like <clears throat> I've been using your moon planner for about half a year now, but for me, my brain still can't yeah. get in, get in line with all of the moon information. 
So I think there's a part coming up soon where I can reflect on it. And I'm interested to go through that and look and mm-hmm. see what was going on with the first quarter and the full moon and the last quarter, like for me personally, you know, like what was my stuff? And it's, it's I good. haven't been able to see it yet. It, it's good that you have been doing your mood trackers because it, all that information is there for you. Yeah. So just, I, I literally like tally up every full moon. What, what was my like mood score? And it's like, oh, hmm. <laughs> and it changes throughout the year too. Like, yeah. um, and then there's a, your birthday moon cycle on top of that as well. Um, there's a lot to it. It's never ending. And I think it's just about finding what works for you and making it work for your life. Well, we, uh, medium Janine and I both work, uh, for public schools. And I will tell you that throughout all the science teachers, and everyone who works there, I'm sure there's pretty much at least 99% agreement that there's something different that happens on the full moon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kids act like crazy jerks when it's a full moon. Wildness <laughs> ensues, uh, maybe for the teachers too. So, yeah. um, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, people talk about it. It's almost something that's recognized. Uh, yeah. They'll be like, is it a full moon today? (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, people still question it, even though they have, you know, this this thing that goes along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like that in food service, too. When whenever you have a crazy night with like rowdy customers or rude people, it usually ends up being a full moon. It's like, (laughs) what is going on today? So why is that, Allison, that full moons make people crazy? Uh, It's a time that you're supposed to be more active and uh, the the energy is high. And a lot of times that's emotional energy. So it's... That makes sense. people, People don't know how to deal with their emotions. That's for sure. You're supposed to be running around naked in the woods, I guess, right? Like doing all kinds of yeah. <laughs> rituals and stuff. And yes. instead, instead, you're not doing that. We're so. at school. <laughs> yeah. Keisha well, said I, nurses don't like it either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And police scanners. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I the police scanners kids, on the full moon. I bet with kids, it's just, they, they don't, they, re, their hormones are going crazy too. And they just uh-huh. don't, don't know what to do with all that energy. But I still think most adults don't either. No. I've taught at every level, elementary, middle school, and high school. And I would have to say that elementary school kids are more off the chain on a full moon. Oh, wow. And it's, and it's just because I would imagine one, they don't, they really don't know how to control their emotions and they're also like more in tune with themselves still they haven't learned how to turn it off yet yeah so yeah elementary mm. school's really fun on a full moon day <laughs> <laughs> they are literally bouncing off the wall <laughs> uh linguist said i go crazy on a full moon and everything around is just falling apart i literally ask if it's a full moon today i noticed that things were going really bad seven Years ago in Cincinnati, I've been paying attention. Mm-hmm. And CMC Airboss said, why are we active in the full moon? Because we can see at night under the full moon lighting, which I think is it's, yeah. that's always definitely interesting, especially in the winter when those days get short 
Yeah, I think I've been going through that quite a bit right now. Like the little bit of the winter, uh, not really a depression, but just kind of like the man is dark already kind of thing. And so when you get that full moon light, it almost like you get an extension a little bit of the day, I think kind of triggers yeah. something uh, for sure. CMC or recharge. This? So I, I have a question that, that, uh, cause we knew we were going to have you on. We were, I was driving somewhere. I know. Was it, was it just last night? My memory is really bad. I had to drive in the night recently. It might've been last night and there was just the smallest sliver which was absolutely beautiful. The sky was crystal clear and just uh, the smallest uh, crescent moon. Yeah, I think what that was earlier of, this week. Yeah, what kind of energy? Yeah. I mean, I was curious. The question came to me then, and I said, I'm going to have to ask uh, Priestess when <laughs> <laughs> we have her on. So what kind of energy do we get from a moon like that? Because I think that might be my favorite moon, just like the beauty of it, just that I really, well, I've always loved that. Well, it depends on whether the crescent was on the right side or... Looking it at it, uh, the crescent was on the right. And um, the dark so side that, was on the left. That would have been a, a waxing crescent moon, uh, which is immediately after the full moon. Or, I'm sorry, immediately after the new moon. Um, so the light is increasing. When the light is on the right, the moon is waxing and increasing in energy. So. Um, when you have just that little bit of light and it's increasing, uh, you're still kind of really close to the dark moon. So you might be low on energy, but as the light increases, the energy increases too. So okay. it's kind of like coming out of your hibernation at the waxing crescent. Sure. Interesting. Is there if anything I'm missing the, in chat there, medium chainly? Sam Sierra boss was just talking about, because he's a pilot, if you guys did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, flying under a full moon with snow on the ground. That does sound absolutely magical. Yeah, everything looks yeah. ethereal. <laughs> I bet. I imagine you get a lot of beautiful views, Sam Sierra boss, that, you know, a lot of we human beings never get to, get to see. <laughs> You know, and that makes me think my, my father was in the Navy and, um, I've always, you know, thought about that too, of like being out, uh, being out in the middle of the ocean at night, mm -hmm. um, and just the skies that he got to witness and, and I'm, I can only imagine cause I've been out on boats, but just being all the way out in the middle of the ocean somewhere where there's just miles and miles away from any kind of humanity, uh, you know what you know how maybe eerie that could even be just to have this darkness in the sky and just water everywhere but i, I imagine a full moon night we <laughs> reflecting off the ocean that darkness could be could yeah. be similar maybe so yeah for sure so we were leading up to tea time talks question yeah which was what's your favorite thing about astrology, astrology. Yeah. um i think again it just gives you that confirmation and validation of understanding who you are why you are the way that you are and uh i think we're all trying to discover ourselves and i think astrology gives us at least a snippet of the answer <laughs> and i also think that like if there's anyone out there that is like well i had my astrology chart read and i didn't believe anything they said i didn't sound like that person 
I also think that our astrology chart is the person we're growing into. Like, so if you don't necessarily relate to it now, I think that you will eventually. Like, I never related to being a Leo um, up in, until maybe the last decade or something, because I'm always very shy and quiet and soft-spoken and don't want to put myself out there. But the the older I get, the more I'm like, fuck it. Let's yep. just put ourselves out there. That's that's absolutely hilarious because as you know i've been uh me and uh me and medium chili have been an item for quite a few years and i she's sharing the same birthday she's been the exact same way exact same like, way yeah. uh very kind of shy and uh uh but i would say within the last decade definitely embracing your leo quite a bit more I have also gotten to the effort, <laughs> <laughs> but it's whatever. Very, it's very interesting because Leos are usually, you know, uh, I've always been like, I don't know, like, are you a Leo? But then it's starting to uh, to show. So that's interesting that you both have that same. Yeah, it's because cool you mix in that Virgo. And, uh, yeah, that Virgo. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of a weird yeah. combination, but it, I mean, you know, it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty decent people, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the center of attention, but then like trying to help everybody else out. Mm -hmm. uh, so a good combination. CMC Airbus, yeah, CMC Airbus has a question. <laughs> How else has knowledge of astrology affected your outlook on life? Um, it gives me hope. Um, whenever I'm feeling sad, depressed, or lost. Um, especially your North node, I recommend everybody discovering what your North node is because it's, it's like your North star and it gives you direction. And, um, our South node is the opposite of that. It's what we did in a, we've already done. It's like the place that we've already been, but we tend to kind of fall back into that comfort zone because it's safe and your North node pulls you out of your comfort zone. Um, and that's where we have challenges and obstacles and it's hard and it's scary but once you do it and step out of your comfort zone it's like oh this is this is pretty cool like this like it, it just clicks and it makes sense so i always look at my north node when i'm when i'm feeling lost and i need direction because um for me gemini is my north node I'm supposed to talk about it. I'm supposed to talk about astrology and tarot and spirituality. And that pulls me way out of my comfort zone, especially doing it in front of people. Um, but it gives astrology gives me hope, um, whatever I'm feeling lost for sure. What is your South node then? Sagittarius. So going from one adventure to the next, like, continually moving and never actually like getting to that point i'm like okay this isn't working let's pick up and yeah. go somewhere else but my lesson is to like stay there and figure it out <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i guess we we kind of talked about that when we got together on our stream mm -hmm. that we did yeah now i'm interested to know what mine are i know right that's why <laughs> I didn't even know like such a thing, you know, and it's not like I, you know, I don't look into this stuff, but I, I like didn't even know. Everyone's like, well, what's your, you know, moon sign? I'm like, what? <laughs> what's the, I'm a Gemini. What's the, mo what's uh, the moon sign? What 
so uh for the last i guess well shoot it's probably been a couple years now and i tried kind of looking up in a line and i kept getting like different answers how important is your time that's what like your birth time because i i might have it on my birth today but i don't know if i necessarily have it nailed down anymore so how big of a role uh, does that play the time you want to be as close as possible um and that can even be like does your mom or do your siblings remember was it nighttime or was it daytime mm -hmm. uh, that narrowing it down to at least that is helpful um it the time wouldn't affect your moon because well unless the moon like within an hour shifted the moon changes yeah. every two to, mm -hmm. two to three days so um it's really your rising sign which is a, a pretty key part uh that changes um more frequently um so the time would matter okay uh, i have I a usually, rough idea so I, I should be okay then okay yeah and you could I, I usually recommend to people if you don't know the time and you have a rough idea you can try putting in like uh like an hour before and an hour after and see what changes and see whatever whatever you feel sounds more like you um i have to do that with my mom's chart and i swear she is a capricorn sun with a capricorn moon um but there is a slight difference uh and she's like no i'm not i'm like no mom you are capricorn through and through <laughs> So I was, I was just looking at the your chart that you did for me when we did our stream together. Okay, so this is really confusing to me because my north node and south node are on the cusps of two, of two, on each end. Like I'm on the line of a Leo and a Cancer for my north node, and then on the other end, I'm on the line of two other ones. I don't know what their symbols are. <laughs> The two wavy lines and the one that looks like an N with a squiggle on it. And it would be Aquarius yeah. or Capricorn. Aquarius. Um, yeah. That's a tough one because since we were just talking about how you feel like you're growing into your Leo-ness, uh -huh. that would be a very Leo North Node thing to yeah. do also. So, um, That's so weird. It's like exactly on the line in between two the south one how straight remember what i did with your chart i wish i could look at it um it'd be in discord right yeah i think so well how so about how about we do this Mark we complex. have we have gone <laughs> we have gone uh for one hour uh let's take a quick break if uh if you've been doing a dance, needing to use the restroom or uh, refreshing your drink, uh, we can do so. So let's take like, um, I don't know, a minute or two. Uh, we'll go to the Be Right Back screen. Uh, when I upload podcasts, this will be a perfect place to be able to put a little uh, uh, ad in. Uh, so let's take a short break. You guys remember to mute yourselves on Discord. Oh. And we'll see you guys in just a minute. I got to get some more coffee anyway. And we can check that out if you need to. Okay. See y'all in just a minute. Okay. 
Thank you for listening to The Witching Hours. You can visit our social media at facebook.com. Follow Medium Jenny Lee on Twitter and YouTube, which contains videos related to mediumship, tarot, and general weirdness. You can follow Giant of the Frost at Twitter and Frost Giant Rune and Tarot, where you can find personalized Rune and Tarot readings. Past episodes of The Witching Hours can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other places you listen to your podcasts. Now... Back to the witching hours. All right, so we are back. Uh, just to kind of reset everything, if you are just come, if you have come in uh, since the beginning, um, this is the witching hours, and our guest tonight is Alice in Wonderland, priestess of Wonderland, and we are discussing uh, tarot, astrology, moon phases and a litany of other things that we can get into here very shortly. Thanks again for everyone who has come in uh, to hang out with us tonight uh, as we record this. Make sure you put your questions in there. We've already had some great questions in chat tonight, so appreciate everyone for coming and checking this out. Were you able to figure anything out about the moon phases there? Medium? Um, the north and south node things. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely Leo because um, there's a little number next to it that says a mm -hmm. seven. Um, okay. Each house has thirty degrees, so you're at seven. So it, if it was so maybe then, like like our um, our sun sign is twenty nine, so that's like right on the line. Mm -hmm. um, but the seven, you got seven. But definitely <laughs> in the Leo for the north. Yeah. But my south is at zero. Oh. It's like right on the line <laughs> between Aquarius and Capricorn. That's another hard one, too, because your moon is Capricorn, right? Yes, my moon is Capricorn. Yeah. So that's hard to tell whether your comfort zone is Capricorn because of your moon or because of your south node. Um, but then... Mm -hmm. uh, Aquarius is the weirdo of the zodiac, and yeah, I'm definitely the weirdo who's sitting around organizing uh, things in alphabetical order for no reason. So yeah, if it's <laughs> I have a um, a one year old kitten here who's trying to tear down the whole set here. So oh, you okay. see me frantically <laughs> looking around, Bruna. <laughs> Runa's on the on the prowl. She's on the prowls, yeah. She's waiting for our son to come home so he can play with her. He'll be here in a little while. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, One-year-old okay. cats are definitely different than senior cats. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. There we go. All right, let's oh, be right back. She knocked the backdrop down. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Gotta fix the green screen. <laughs> I know, usually my cat is the one tearing. Yeah. <laughs> there is a video you had put up recently. I can't remember which one it was, but where like you just stopped and like you leaned over and you like zoomed in on the background the cat is like tearing something up like yeah. 
They're, they're so wild. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't remember, like I have a senior cat. I don't remember her being like that when she was a kitten. But I mean, she must have, but that was 20 years ago. So <laughs> yeah. Green screen's been fixed. Yes. <laughs> okay. I've been whisked away back to uh, Auckland. <laughs> so I had a question. What in the world is a priestess of Avalonian tradition? Um, well, in England, um, there, uh, have you heard of the book, The Myths of Avalon? Yes. Um, so it's maybe a mystical land, um, where priestesses used to live, um, uh, which is really kind of like the foundation of pagan, uh, paganism. Um, uh, but they're very, it's very, uh, strict <laughs> and, uh, you have to be like this, like, it's like you're embodying the goddess, kind of like a priest, uh -huh. but, um, I'm not very disciplined and I'm not, very, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I went through a year long training and I was just like, I'm too crazy for this, <laughs> too crazy for this. So what were some of the really good things that you took from it that you kept though? I mean, I, that is a lot. I need to be more disciplined. I need to not react. I learned discernment and, um, and also just like the difficulty of not taking on other people's energy was like a huge mm -hmm. struggle for me, uh, as being an empath and, and it still is like, um, especially with, with my massage clients. Um, but it, it taught me to kind of stand in the middle. You're like standing in, in the middle of the dark and the light and seeing beyond the veil and bringing those messages forward. Um, but not like getting lost in it and not, uh, having any judgment or just like staying in the middle, <laughs> but I like to go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so it was a year long class. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so we have a couple more questions here from, uh, from discord. Uh, one comes from Amber asking about if you have a favorite tarot deck or Oracle spread that you like to use personally. Um, favorite, I don't have a favorite tarot spread. Um, Daily card draws are something that I is really beneficial to my mental health. And when I don't do it, that's when I start flipping into that anxiety, depression. Um, so just having that daily practice is really important to me. Um, I can tell you that I don't like the Celtic cross spread. <laughs> it's too big and it's all lot. and it's, um, I like quick daily draws, something to start my day or end my day with it. 
Um, as much as I would love to sit and decipher a humongous spread like that, I usually don't have three hours out of my day to like really dive into that. Um, I like spreads with like five cards. Yeah, that's like a really yeah. good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also kind of don't like past, present, future spreads. And it's not the three card. It's like the, I I always feel like the past encompasses so much. Mm -hmm. And so does the future. And then I I just don't like them. I don't know. Hmm. I haven't attempted, I haven't attempted anything that big yet. I usually do the like a three card like Norn spread just because that was what I did with runes. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to try to. I don't know. Maybe that's something to mess around with. But I could definitely understand how that could become kind of cumbersome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remembering sure. like which which one was meant what, like what it was representing. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. But then, like my friend Charity, she'll do this uh, a you and them celtic cross spread so it's 24 <laughs> cards wow. and she goes through it like but i don't know maybe because she's been doing it so long and she just knows that this is that and you know yeah not uh, me practice more. <laughs> not me i'll give me five cards or six cards mm-hmm. and um i'm good good that's perfect yeah for me <laughs> um and the other question there uh, from that, from, from Amber as well was, so after, you know, a long work day and, you know, all the things that come along with that, what are some of the things that you do to kind of center yourself, especially if you're going to be going to a stream and readings and, and things yeah. of that nature? Um, that, that's a hard question too, just in the, like, how much time do you have? Um, I like things that are quick and easy, like daily card draws um, and breath work. Uh, I I just do like a simple breath work, where like putting one hand on your chest and one hand on your abdomen so that you're feeling that rhythm and, and making sure that you're breathing correctly. And I like to just inhale and hold my breath for a few seconds and exhale at least three times. So that's something like quick and easy that you can do like right in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest thing is you, we have to, when we're working so closely and intimately with people, even if it's not in the, if, even if they're not like physically right there in front of you is disconnecting from that. Uh, because like we, even just people that you're inter- interacting with throughout the day, you're picking up on their energy and you're carrying it with you. So making sure to dr- literally drop it at the end of the night and send it back to them. Uh, especially when you're doing such deep spiritual work and connecting to people's energy, on, but purposely connecting to people's energy mm-hmm. is to disconnect from it. Yeah. Um, and again, that would depend on how much time I have. Um, one of my favorite practices is using um, clear quartz points, just like any regular point, and um, having the point pointing away from me and asking to release that energy. Like I send this energy back to that person. Um, And then in the same way, you can turn the point facing you and call your energy back. 
We just got a raid. Hey, Hello. shady lady is raiding with 24 people. Holy moly. Welcome in, raiders. I was wondering what was going on. I could see the chat tick, 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 ticking out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome in. This is the witching hours. We're here with Priestess of Wonderland talking about all kinds of witchy wonderfulness. Hello. What did you guys do tonight? Yeah, hey, shady lady. What did you guys do? What was y'all doing over there? Somebody, Nightbot's right. yelling at people. <laughs> <laughs> welcome sweet. in. Welcome in, uh, Raiders. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Thank you, Hey Shay Lady. Uh, we are uh, the Witching Hours. You've caught us uh, on a new channel. Uh, and here we record a uh, the live portion of a podcast. And we talk about all things, but we'll just say weird. Um, yeah. Metaphysical, Team paranormal, weird. Team weird. Woo -woo. aliens, tarot, vampires, anything that's worth a, uh, a late night and discussion after you've had you guys, maybe one or two mini. <laughs> you guys are doing a, a full Double moon in. podcast astrology check-in, and this is the perfect podcast uh, stream for you to raid. And uh, you love Priestess of Wonderland. So awesome. Thank you guys for the Excellent. rain. Yeah, so we're talking, uh, we're talking to Priestess of Wonderland tonight, Alice in Wonderland, and we are talking about astrology and her just a phase moon planner and all kinds of other stuff um, there. And, I, and that leads me, oh yes, uh, uh, Hoaxer says uh, the uh, Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. That was that was a that was a good conversation. We might have to get into another one of those sometime. Those are always yeah, fun. because uh, Allison just brought up like one about God dang freaking Corey Haim, and I about lost my damn mind. <laughs> and still, if I think about it just for a second, I'm like, hmm. It it really yeah. made me feel uneasy for a couple of days. Yeah, like what? No, this can't be. It can't be. Uh, so just... Oh, I was going to say Panthera the Feral Wood Witch. Thank you for the follow. Logan Anders 42, yeah. thank you for the follow. And uh, Kat Blebs, thank you for the follow. Welcome in and thank you. Um, as always, if you enjoy uh, what's going on here tonight, you can find past episodes of The Witching Hours anywhere uh you listen to your podcast apple podcast iHeartRadio. uh uh you can watch the video version on spotify all of those places so if you enjoy go check out past episodes i don't want to interrupt so were, was there something that you were getting ready to uh ask me name generally well linguist just asked a question okay she said she just created her birth chart and she has no idea what she's looking at is there a good source to break it all down i wish i had a birth chart in front of me but if the, if you get overwhelmed by the circle um you'll see like little usually most every chart generator has like a little list on the side and you'll see sun moon uh, mars mercury venus uh it's all listed there for you and i think that like my brain works in linear better than the circle graph because the circle graph is just like a foreign language and you're like what am i looking at 
And then you just, it, you start confusing yourself because it's just overwhelming. So look at the side and see if you can find the list of planets. Um, and then you might have to like uh, Google the planet or the zodiac symbols because um, mm -hmm. a lot of times like it'll say sun, moon, mercury, Venus, but then they'll have this zodiac symbol. So if you don't know the symbols, um, you can find like a list online that will, might help you. Um, That's what I just had to do because I didn't know what two wavy <laughs> lines was and it end with a squiggly at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, and there's, you know, there's, there's some good, I mean, I'm sure the online sources are great. And, you know, there's always books you can pick up too, linguists. Um, there's like, some books that, um, that Medium Jenny Lee has I'll thumb through sometimes that I'm like, okay, what do I need to know about? Uh, refresh my memory. Because we'll do like those love readings and stuff for, for mm -hmm. science. And so oftentimes I'm like, ah, I know Aquarius, but let me like go through this again and refresh my memory before we do a reading and stuff like that. So. They're good as well. How, how do you understand it all? It's a good question. Yeah. It's a lot to process. Yeah, it, it is a lot. Um, I really like Shani Nicholas's chart generator uh, because she gives you like a little paragraph for each planet. And um, it has a really nice breakdown that's pretty easy to understand. You offer the birth chart kind of go over things too, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have it on my website. The the videos are really end up being long though. They're usually like an hour long, so it's a little bit more than an overview, I guess. Yeah. What uh what what do you call them? I can't remember. Uh, Earth chart overview. Earth chart overview. And is that not go over thingy? Is not what it's, what it's called. <laughs> go over thingy. And is that on your coffee? Or the Kofi, you have one of those, That's right? That's a good question. I it's on my website. It okay. is on there because I've seen it. It is on the coffee okay. shop. Yeah, yeah. So you know, once again, just like the Witching Hours podcast merch store, with the holidays coming around, mm -hmm. if you know someone, birth chart, hour long video. I think go. that he's trying to suggest <laughs> that I get him one of those for Christmas. No, I'm talking to chat. I'm only talking to chat. Uh, He's so, like, I've really been wanting to get one. Of, mate, Christmas is coming around. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Well, wasn't that on your last stream? I think you dropped about three, three hints uh, last Friday. I think so. Yeah, I need a, I need a ring light. I use it's a book too light. Dark over here. Oh yeah, book light. It is dying though. They they don't last very long. Okay, do we have any more questions from Discord? I think we missed one uh, yeah, from Tea Time Talks. What or who inspires you most? I wasn't sure if she meant astrology-wise, but I would definitely say Chani Nicholas is my favorite astrologer and really inspiring. Um, and I think I kind of mentioned it at the beginning of Dream of seeing everybody just really be themselves here on Twitch and like doing the thing their own way is so inspiring. Like there's a million tarot readers on Twitch, but they're all doing it so unique and different mm -hmm. and it all has a different vibe and there's art and music and it's, it's, it's so unique and inspiring. I love it. I love yeah, it. I like do you too. can just see it in people's faces of like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. It's great. Yes. And I think it's been really interesting 
and you know i've only followed for the last couple of years so i don't know mm -hmm. ogs that have possibly come and gone from that channel and you know i don't know yeah. the whole history of it but um for you know from that from that section but i think it's been really interesting to get um to be doing like what we've been doing and like getting people on each other's streams and stuff like that but more i know there's some others that that do that too because just just being able to have the discourse of like people who do things you know every like you said every tarot reader is doing things different ways or have their own insights into things and so mm -hmm. I, I think it provides a good forum to kind of because it's interesting to see where everyone's coming from because like you said mm -hmm. everyone really does have a different outlook and take mm -hmm. on, on all of these things so it's been really interesting I think people want to have these conversations too, and there like really wasn't any other place for it. Mm -hmm. That's true, especially like with video and voice, and, yeah. and not just some internet forum, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, or just listening or to somebody talking about it. Yeah, which yeah. I which happens like... a lot to me on YouTube. I'll watch this really mm -hmm. good video, and then I'm like, I want to like, so I want to like ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> so... yeah. Have a, let's have a conversation. Let's That's have a conversation. how I feel about That's just me. every hour. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I was there watching it now. <laughs> well, now here you are. I know. You are yeah. the guest. And we would like to get a little bit more of like a regular, like, you know, the second and fourth Thursday of each month or so. That way people can kind of like know when it's coming because we, we mm -hmm. tend to be random. But it's also because we're working with guests. So sometimes it's like, mm -hmm. I can do it this Tuesday and it's like, okay, well, we'll do it Tuesday then. So yeah. we're trying to, in the mm -hmm. future, kind of plan it out a little bit more. Um, but sometimes having the guest is more important than, than, mm -hmm. than, you know, so. Making sure it's on a certain day. Yeah, yeah. so we're getting there and we'll try to, um, that way people, because sometimes it flies under the radar, but that's also why we uh, created the upload podcast part of it. But So I have another question for you. Uh, as Vruna is on the prowl again, uh, now on the china cabinet so we'll oh, see how this goes um if you hear crashing just <laughs> the be right back screen <laughs> um so with christmas coming around the corner uh, the holiday season yule um of course a holiday that means a lot of different things to different people but mm -hmm. what are because I, I asked you about this earlier diving kind of into herbalism and stuff like that what are some is there is there any kind of uh association with herbs and stuff like that with the holiday season and i guess in general we can just start kind of getting into some of the benefits of of that and can you associate those with certain holidays that's a really good question um i mean i think the most well-known is like the pumpkin spice season, which a lot of those Yule flavors uh, kind of are the, along the same lines as the pumpkin spice. Um, and re really, I think that's because it's all of those spices are warming and uh, not necessarily just because you drink it, but they actually, or you drink it hot, but they actually do like warm your body up. So. Mm -hmm. I think that's why the spicier ones are around this time of year. But I've never really thought about associating herbs with springtime other than like that's what's growing. Um, 
like uh, in early spring, you're going to have violet and chickweed and nettles, uh, which aren't really scented at all. Um, but those are just the first things that come up uh, in the springtime. Um, and then like you'll have your sunflowers. Anything that's a flower is like in the summertime because that's just when they flower. Yeah. Um, I mean, our yard, our backyard completely blooms full of violets. So what yeah. are what's what are violets good for? Um, well, violets are cooling and mm. uh, they're really great for your your lymphatic system. Um, some say that they can even break down cancer walls, um, but there haven't been that many studies on it to get, get that validation. Um, but boost your immune system and uh, specifically the lymphatic system helps with that circulation. Would you eat them, make a tea, dry them? What do you do with them? The leaves you can put in a salad. They just kind of taste like a salad green. Mm -hmm. um, and the flowers, I mean, like people like to uh, candy them and mm -hmm. put them on cakes and stuff. Um, but And they, they do kind of have a sweet, like even without adding honey or sugar or anything to them, they kind of have a sweet flavor to them. Um, so they... Uh, you can do the the flowers and the leaves. Um, the roots are useful as well, but it's mostly the leaves and flowers that people use. Because hmm. I could just go out and harvest a craft <laughs> ton of violets. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's just like the whole backyard. Is yeah, just what is some violets? About, about April, about April or May, our whole yard just turns into nothing but violets yeah, yeah. and dandelions. So it's just like purple and yellow. It's absolutely. Mm -hmm. For, yeah, for weeds <laughs> in yeah. terms of like not the manicure lawn but i think more beautiful <laughs> oh I, I i throw dandelion seeds in my yeah. in my yard yeah. <laughs> they're so good for they're good for the soil and they're good for us yeah it's uh it's always uh that spring is always welcome well, one of the reasons I asked that is because I've know I've checked out, you know, of course your your YouTube uh, channel. So make sure if you haven't gone and subscribed to uh, Priestess of Wonderland, go check her out over there on YouTube. And I know that you had, if I'm not mistaken, you had a a potion video. I'm not sure how many you had, but one specifically, I think it was like for like cleaning or something like that. Mm -hmm. So like kind of like what kind of potions do you typically make, and like what. Like, what kind of potions have you had success with? Um, as far as, like, magical uses? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly for uh, clearing energy is, is mostly what I use, um, at least aromatherapy for. Other than, uh, because I'm a massage therapist, I'm, I'm using all the calming herbs and stuff like that. But... Uh, being an empath, I've I've always used uh, scent. Scent in general almost feels like it creates this bubble around you. Mm -hmm. um, so using that for protection and um, clear clearing energy and stuff like that. So when when us empaths put put yourself in a bubble every day, you can do that with scent. So like the scent, and then your brain will associate the scent with, hey, I have this protection up. What are some scents that you like to use for that? Um, I know that we're not supposed to, but I, I love sage. I love white sage so much. And 
Uh, it is a desert plant. It should not grow in my area, but I have a beautiful white sage plant in my backyard and I feel like it wants me to work with it, um, but it is over harvested. I recommend trying to grow it yourself. I can't believe that I did it, but um, I love it so much and I, I, I can't not work with it. <laughs> no, I didn't even know you weren't supposed to. Like, yeah, that's I mean, I use it every time before I start doing my work, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, any any smoke is going to be cleansing, though, because it's like getting into all those nooks and crannies and expanding and clearing. Um, but I just love I love sage so much. It's one of my favorite. Um, so what's I also, oh, go ahead. I also like. Um, like the evergreen trees, uh, cypress and uh, pine, and because those are really earthy and grounding, but they're also very protecting because they have that like hardwood, uh, earthy protection. I was going to say like I wasn't aware of the the white sage being like over harvested either. I I didn't know about that. So is there? an alternative that you recommend? I know you said like any smoke, but is there, is there a go-to that you have? Um, there's always culinary sage there. It's going to have the same similar properties. Um, I like cedar as well, again, for that strong earthy protection. Um, so that would be my next go-to if I wasn't using sage. Um, and you can usually find a, a cedar bundle, like right alongside the sage bundle that the metaphysical hmm. stores lavender i just burned our sage incense <laughs> all right so check up on chat here we have cosmic carly finally made it we'll welcome in cosmic carly <laughs> lingua says she burned some last night It's just so, so wonderful and magical. And it, it is also, um, so I, I've heard different stories from some Native Americans say that it's a closed practice and that we shouldn't be smudging. Um, but I've also heard that because the plant is so magical that like, why not let everybody use it? Uh-huh. Huh. So I've heard both sides of the story. Hmm. That's interesting. That, I don't um, think anything should be a closed practice for anybody. We're um we're all the same energy. Well, I think like the end goal should be I mean like especially in America, like we don't have other than Christianity, we don't have like spirituality and I want to live in a world that's more spiritual and more connected. So if we're preventing people from discovering and learning about these mm -hmm. different cultures and, and spiritualism, I feel like that's setting us back. Yeah. Um, but I, <clears throat> I can't, I can't really speak for other cultures and I respect that if they don't want to share, then. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I I, I kind of see both sides of it too, especially when you go back to the fact that all all people really, no matter where your ancestry is from, goes back to sh you know shamanistic roots. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the use of plants and and uh, that connection with the earth, I think, is important for a lot of people. And I think it's something that's being rediscovered to a certain extent in our modern society. So yeah. on one hand, it's like you want to respect, mm-hmm. you know, the wishes of certain cultures, but it the lines begin to blur, you know, like <laughs> when you stop separating, mm-hmm. the lines begin to blur. So, yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a interesting conversation to have if nothing else it it really is um because i I don't know just if we're preventing these spiritual practices then we're not going to live in a more spiritual society and that i want to see more spirituality in our culture and society so what what's the end game of preventing it and withholding it yeah Exactly. Shouldn't be exclusion. There we go. Kat says it's a closed practice because we as white people don't understand how to honor their practice, right? And that's my understanding. That's uh, completely understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've been thinking since we've been mm-hmm. talking about this that there's a lot of different spiritual things out there that people try to make clothes practices like even mediumship mm-hmm. you know certain mediums want to be put on a pedestal and be like i have this gift but <laughs> really we all can do this you yeah. know and it's it shouldn't be something that's like this special thing because it's we can all do it if we if we pay attention and we try and we listen mm-hmm. and and uh, same thing with Reiki, I feel like, like mm-hmm. the ex- absorbent amount of money that they will charge people to like become a Reiki practitioner kind of makes it an exclusion for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Like I haven't done it yet because I know I at least want to get to the second level, but mm-hmm. I have to have X amount of dollars to do such. And yeah. that kind of excludes a lot of people from doing it. So you know, we we started out this conversation talking about Native American spirituality, which is totally, you know, we've done enough terrible things to them. If they yeah. want to keep their stuff to themselves, then that's perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. it goes beyond that. You know, it's like it's like everywhere, really. Yeah. I've like just talking about the human experience in general and mm-hmm. and and you can talk about, you know, once again, as the history guy, very well versed in and all the political aspects of, of what, of what's happened in America specifically. Um, but if we're looking at trying to be more interconnected and connecting Mm -hmm. with each other as human beings and going back to our, our roots in a more connected world. And that's what, and that's Mm -hmm. what, that's what that spiritualism is. Then it doesn't, it doesn't do any good to cut off the spiritualism uh and and to continue kind of what we're entrenched in or been entrenched in anyway but that's just my there's probably a million you know like i said a conversation definitely uh, needs to be had not saying it doesn't need need to be mm-hmm. done um i mean i, I think oh, i ahead. think we're craving it i think we're craving more spirituality and that's why people are falling into these different cultures and then realizing oh wait this isn't mine Mm -hmm. um what's wrong with learning it exactly Mm -hmm. 
Well, I like you know, to learn about all kinds of things. And th- that's like, and see know, what fits, like what feels right for me personally. When you start, when I, you know, when I study the runes and I get into uh, learning the, the history of it, which is important because you have, you have the historical alphabet aspect of the runes, but then you have the spiritual side that's much more lost and much more up to interpretation. Uh, and so you have a lot of people, especially because like, you know, the Viking age has become a pop, a pop culture phenomenon to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. People are going back and using these runes without understanding the cultural significance of them, which in, in another way is a certain type of cultural appropriation. Um, but then they start to mix it with like much later stuff like the Icelandic staves and stuff like that, which are like these magical runes that are from Iceland, but they're actually Christian symbols. And so they mix them in with this Viking era stuff, not realizing that they're actually using Christian symbols mixed in with the, with the shamanistic symbols. And these Icelandic staves actually come from Eastern Europe in Orthodox Christianity. So, you know, it's like one of those things where I can understand, uh, especially when we're talking about the Native American or American Indian uh, stuff here too, if you're going to try to connect to that spirituality, you have to be... Um, What's the word I want to use? You have to, you have to be willing to like be understanding and, and, and like be approaching it from the right point of view rather than just like taking stuff from it without appreciating mm-hmm. it for sure. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Well, I've also stumbled across um, uh, specifically Irish um, saying that Americans can't be practicing Celtic spirituality but i'm like but our ancestors did or my ancestors came from ireland like like if i'm not allowed to use my own heritage like what am i allowed to use like am yeah. i just not allowed to be spiritual <laughs> at you're all? just supposed to have yeah. like pictures of george washington on your wall and eat apple pie i guess <laughs> <laughs> like that's all we're allowed to have <laughs> we're all humans Sing yankee doodle we can yeah. bow down before our altar of George Washington and sing Yankee Doodle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're all humans, people. Yeah. And I hate to tell you this, but we're all we're we're all the same energy, no matter what planet you're from, even. So get over yourselves. <laughs> yeah. And it really I have to I have to bring this up because I'm reading about it and it just fits right into the conversation. Um, I'm reading a book about the Jesus's apostles right now, and it's from a historical standpoint. And I won't get into why I'm reading about it, but um, I'm in a chapter about Paul, the Apostle Paul. And they have a ton of letters that he wrote, like the actual historical letters that he wrote to all these different people and places and Mm. groups of people and all this stuff. And... If this is in the very beginning of the Christianity, like Jesus hadn't been dead that long and all his people he still knew were alive, right? So they're having a god dang conniption fit about circumcisions. Like the stuff is getting separated out and people are fighting about it over circumcisions. <laughs> and it's like... The people are trying to exclude people because they're not and like, but some people are saying they, they shouldn't have to. And like, and, and I'm like, hold on a second. I'm reading a book about Jesus and his (laughs) apostles 
and they're yelling at each other about what to do with their penises. And it's like, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> it all comes down to the D. It always does. <laughs> but it's the exclusion thing again. You know, it's like people that wanted to join Christianity, but they weren't of a Jewish, they weren't of Jewish background, didn't want to have to get circumcised. So, but they still wanted to have the spirituality of the Christianity. But the people that came before mm -hmm. them that were of the Jewish background thought they had to be circumcised. And it's like, it already started. It had already started at the very beginning. It's like, why do we can, why have we continuously done this to ourselves? Yeah. That was 2000 years ago. Yeah. <sighs> and, and, you know, and you find, you know, it's the club in, in a lot of ways. Like, um, I've talked to you about this before, uh, medium genuinely, but like the, um, like even with like the UFO circles and stuff like that, uh, mm -hmm. you get you get these people who are entrenched in like, you know, talking about the UFOs and the research they've done and stuff like that, and they become very exclusionary of anybody else who tries to bring in new information and new viewpoints and stuff like that. So I think in a lot of ways it's just human nature. You know, once again, it's this human nature thing. Yeah, uh, listen, We're a there's, mess. Some, there's some and questions here too that like we're discovering that like the archaeological um history is like even even further back than like we ever know but it's oh like, yeah scientists are like no this is uh -huh. this is how it wasn't it's like you literally have the evidence right in front of your face uh -huh. and you're arguing that it's not real yeah we're a mess humans are just a mess <laughs> uh, oh, welcome in Lucy you finally get in and you get to hear medium Jenny Lee talk about circumcision yelling uh, about baby. penises <laughs> what else is new <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you about your um, massage therapy stuff so do you get to, or is it already part of your mm. practice, the Reiki and the crystal healing? Or is that like something that you only would like specifically do with certain people? Or is it just like, it's all together? Um, the goal is that it's all together, um, but not everybody's open to it. Um, mm -hmm. You if you get a massage by a Reiki practitioner, you're receiving Reiki, whether you ask for it or not. Um, but some people ask for it. Uh, I like to do all of it because it, it just feels weird not to. Um, so I always have my crystals with me. I am always doing energy work while I'm massaging. But a lot of do, people don't even know do you are there certain clients that you are actually able to talk to them about what kind of energy mm. work you're doing at the, like while you're doing it or is or is it just like mostly like you're just having to keep it to yourself um i guess a lot of times i'm keeping it to myself not necessarily because I don't want to tell them it's sometimes it's weird and you don't really know how to explain it. And I just like allow the, the energy to shift and move. Um, and 
a lot of times you just don't know how to explain it. It's just like, whoa, this feels weird. I'm going to move it. <laughs> and it, ju it just happens. It's very, very intuitive. And a lot of it I can't even really explain. Interesting. Hmm. That's cool. So you know a lot about a lot of different things. And I know that when we were talking about doing this together, you were like, I don't even know what I would talk about. <laughs> and I'm like, we've got an hour and a half. That's ridiculous. We're an hour and a half for um, yeah. <laughs> but I want to know, is there something that you want to learn about next or that you have been learning about? Um, I'm signing up for the medium Jenny Lee mediumship class. <laughs> hey, I just put, I just put it up. It sh it's you like, did? it should be live. It's for the oh, end of cool. January, January 28th. Well, that that's next. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Well, we are, if, there, if there's anything, any questions anybody had that would have got, do you have anything else you want to ask me and Jenny? We're getting close to the next hour. So we could probably talk for two more hours, but. Um, yeah. My only other question I had that I didn't ask was how did, how did you, or how does someone become certified in crystal healing? Um, I went to the love and light crystal healing school that was like my first crystal certification um and she's online uh, there wasn't anyone in my area that offered a certification and she was i think one of the only ones that i had found and this was like nearly 10 years ago um online but now there's a lot of places online um Sage Goddess is another class that I've taken. Um, she has a year-long program that includes crystal healing. Um, so if you're in the larger program, like you just get it naturally. So I've taken, I've been certified for crystal healing three times now because I've just taken her classes for three years. Um, I think Hibiscus Moon is an online a class as well um that's very popular i haven't taken it but um i just couldn't find one in my area so yeah and back then not many online was available but now they're everywhere awesome uh, let's see lucy has yeah. a question uh how do you suggest getting involved and becoming a recce practitioner in an area where there aren't any teachers um, well, that's online now, too. Um, I was certified in New Hampshire when I lived in New Hampshire, and my Reiki teacher isn't even practicing anymore. Um, she was also an, an angel practitioner. And when Doreen Virtue decided that tarot cards and oracle cards and all the work that she had been doing for the last 20, 30 years or whatever was not a Christian and that it was the devil. Mm. That Reiki practitioner, because she was a student of Doreen Virtue, like renounced Reiki and, and everything. And wow. so, um, that sounds like a mess. <laughs> it, 
It kind of is. So I've never gotten my master's just because I never took the time to find another practitioner, but they're, they're out there. Um, yes, actually, I know a lady who I've wanted to take um, Reiki with. Uh, so I could share that out. She's, um, she was one of the assistants in my mediumship classes and I, I really like her and I've been wanting to do it, but it's like the money and the time. The money and the time is what's holding me so, back on that. Are you worried, linguist? Are you worried that the people you're finding aren't actually accredited? Because you saw people claim they're certified and my brain goes, oh, boom. Yeah, talking about certified. That was specifically for being a certified medium or, or, or a certified psychic. Oh. Yeah. A certified medium or something. Which maybe I mean, you, yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a certified nothing. I just have been doing it for X amount of years. And, and, uh, I don't know if no, there is. No one gave me a certificate. I just took a bunch <laughs> of classes and now I do it. <laughs> yeah. But there are a lot of things out there that you can take that are certifications, Reiki, crystal healing. I'm sure it's like a ton of different things that you can get certified. And I know there's astrology certifications and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I would imagine that's, I can, that's I can where print you... you guys out a, a certificate after you there finish you your mediumship basics class. Like, you're a certified medium. Just give him a stamp. You made it through this rubber, class. A rubber stamp team that they can put on things. Yeah, team weird certified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Create like the Bob Ross, you know, your army of uh, Bob, Bob Ross, Ross certified painters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excellent. Uh, thank you for the follow, Wander. And thank you, Shadow Max, for the follow as well. Yeah. All right. Um, so real quick, uh, what things, uh, I know there's a lot to check out, uh, for you, um, priestess. So what, give us all your information, uh, where should people go to check out more stuff from you? Well, um, priestess of wonderland.com is where everything is. Um, but I had a special link just for you guys um there's been a delay in the print on demand just a phase moon planner but i have a couple copies that i have put online just for you guys oh wow and i will put that there's only five so <laughs> get them while Grab they're hot <laughs> get them quick um excellent uh, i wouldn't let I don't you know when the print on demand is going to be ready so Let's see. I'll have to put it in. Um, I deleted your message, so I'm putting it in there for you, though. Oh. Shadow Max has a question. Full moon or new moon? Which is your favorite? Uh, new moon. I like to start over. <laughs> I like a clean slate. <laughs> Let's forget yesterday. Yeah. Go on to, to the future. So there's some of Priestess of Wonderland's links. There's her website, her YouTube, and there's the link that she said you guys can quickly snatch up your um, Just a Phase Moon Planner for 2023. 
Excellent. So Priestess, for those who are listening uh, after this is recorded, priestessofwonderland.com. Uh, make sure you go there and check her out uh, and get some get some shopping done. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll try to have this up this weekend so uh, people listen to it on the on, on on the first go around uh, as a podcast can can get that information as well. Excellent. All right. Well, we're coming close. And of course, to 10 find her here on Twitch. One hundred percent. on Twitch and and YouTube, uh, Priestess of Wonderland. Uh, definitely check them out. Uh, once again, uh, as I said, uh, you can uh, check out this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We have a new merch store up. I just ordered the the beanie and it's organic cotton. Uh, I think it came out pretty well. I wanted to order some things to. Uh, here we go. We get a good view of it. There it has the clock and all that stuff on it. Um, I wanted to order this stuff to make sure that it was like quality and it really is. It's all like yeah. uh uh organic cotton. It it stretches wonderfully. I have a big dome, so it fits my head well, it stretches good. Uh it's all organic cotton and it's like all uh stitched real well. So uh you never know. So <clears throat> quality approved so far. So anyways, thank and you Allison everyone has for coming on the, in. The new purple team weird shirt. Oh yes. Yeah, and I have the green really one. Good. Yeah. yeah. And I have my um, my Just a Face 2023 Moon Planner. Right, go. hold on, hold on. Right next to my Just a Face Moon Planner from 2022. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, thank you guys for having me on here. I am a fan of the Witching Hours podcast, Yay. and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Uh, next week, we actually should be having a Vicky back on. She was the lady who came on to talk about angels. She's going to come on and talk to us about her experiences and trip to Lilydale, which is the spiritualist capital of the world in New York, the state of New York. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I think she's going to have some pretty interesting stories for us. And do we have that locked down to a day yet? Um, the 8th. Okay. So there we go. December mm-hmm. 8th, 8 yep. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A week right from here. today. There yes. we go. December. Excellent. In December. And we've been thinking about ideas for a Christmas stream as well. So Yes. If you guys have any ideas let us for a know. Christmas stream, what do you want to see on a Christmas stream? Yeah, we could just do a hangout. We, as you can tell, we don't have, this is only the second stream on here. So we don't have, uh, we got to get everything set up so we can get emotes and stuff like that. So we got to get some hours in. So you might catch us on here. Just doing some random stuff just to get some emotes and stuff like that for you guys to play with in chat. Um, but if not, we'll be back on here next Thursday. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, everyone in chat and everyone listening around the world. And channel, we're going to channel Santa Claus. <laughs> channel Santa Claus. <laughs> and Keisha wants snow. <laughs> we? Me? Well, yeah. <laughs> we have some possibly on the forecast which is a little early for us so yeah we're, we're, we're gonna wait and see it's a little ways out right now uh, so do allison want... don't get off yet when we when we leave okay uh, we will oh, chit chat a little bit after we end the stream well quick question because we can do yeah. an end for the podcast did you guys want to do any readings after the stream or do we want to do that another time i think we should do it another time, another time. sorry 
o'clock. It's already good. I need to have you on on my channel too. Any yes, we need to plan that out also, okay. and another movie night. That was fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We already have a bunch of ideas for another movie night, so we can uh, all jump in Discord and uh, and watch. We have, we have the um the new Willow TV show coming out, which could be really interesting oh. to do. I think Maybe it just came out Discord. today, right? Oh, it did it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So maybe, you know, if you want to watch Willow, watch Willow. But maybe we can, if you haven't watched it yet, we can uh, mm -hmm. do, some, do some streaming in one of our discords and, uh, and watch it as a group. Because I had a lot of fun with the Dark Crystal. Doing the Dark Crystal. Yeah, it was awesome. Does this show fit into the movie? Is it a remake or is it a prequel no, or is it a, it's a, I think sequel. It's a, a sequel? Because mm -hmm. it's got um, um, uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis, was Warwick that his Davis. name? Yeah, mm -hmm. and, he's a, and he plays the same character. So mm -hmm. definitely, yeah, sequel. So that'll be interesting. All yeah. right. All right, everyone. All right, everybody. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Yep. Have a great night and yeah. we will see you all next time thank you Bye. thank you for listening to the witching hours you can visit our social media at facebook.com follow medium jenny lee on twitter and youtube which contains videos related to mediumship tarot and general weirdness you can follow giant of the frost at twitter and frost giant Rune and Tarot, where you can find personalized Rune and Tarot readings. Past episodes of The Witching Hours can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other places you listen to your podcasts.